Okay, so here we are again with Alan and Eric, and uh, we're doing the COVID thing. So we're outside, just like I showed my video yesterday. Um, recording outside, but today's a bit windy. So we're, if you pick up some of that, that's what it is. Um, guys, I bring you here today because I recorded a podcast with a teammate of ours, uh, Poonit. You're familiar with Poonit. Fucking rookie. Pooner. Yeah, fucking... What's that sport called? Hurry hard. Hurry Curling. hard. Great curler. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and you know, for how great of a curler he is, and I just fucking started picking his brain a little bit more. Like he's ridiculously good. You know that, right? Yeah. He he's competed like in like nationally. He competed in like the provincials. Yeah. Like two years ago. He's got the build of a curler. <laughs> he does. Um. Yeah. So like, I, I didn't even all this knowledge about him being really good at curling, I haven't asked him like a single fucking question about it, except, do you know John Epping, who I went to university with? And he's like, yeah, I fucking, that guy beat me two years ago. I'm like, fuck, I'm sorry. Isn't he like, so he's like nationally ranked, but like he's so. pretty low in the national rankings, right? Like, I think there's like 70 teams. Like, I think, I, I, oh, <laughs> not to you're giving this kid a right, I feel like you, there's a good chance you might listen to this, so like, not to insult you too bad, bro, but like, I'm pretty sure I, with not a ton of effort and no experience curling whatsoever, could have a nationally ranked curling team. I'm, I'm pretty sure. Could you do it with me on your team, though? <laughs> Absolutely. Have Absolutely. you ever been curling? Zero but curling. I've, mm, I think I've literally slid a rock across ice, <laughs> so that's like got to be the origin of curling. But I'm pretty sure, like, they're not full up of curling teams for the national yeah. rankings, like. <laughs> it's like it's like 73 teams it's like whatever team tried to get nationally ranked is nationally ranked i'm pretty sure like the plot of eurovision of could have happened to like the icelandic curling team just the exact same <laughs> exactly. way exactly al looks or, like for sure he's good at shuffleboard like <laughs> yeah. al right now looks like he won that I am, shuffleboard tournament i yeah. am if you look at me i look like a king of leisure sports so <laughs> you look like the guy that invented jurassic park but like 50 years before if, he did it if you want to get like a criminal who moved to like bolivia to hide <laughs> <laughs> and practice bocce ball <laughs> If you want to get crushed, uh, you want to get crushed at bocce ball. Come talk to me. I do like these days. I'm so willing to compete. Like I, I think I'm ready to just get crushed at bocce ball. That would actually be a good addition to this backyard. You got enough space. Can we pull a bocce off? If you have, we would put big dents in your lawn though, and it would probably be annoying. I mean, for basically, you're just throwing a bunch of rocks around. Yeah, you could. I, you know what? You have enough softballs to do it effectively. I, yeah, oh, just like different colors. Yeah, yeah I, have, I have so many fucking softballs. I've got there reasons go. to do this. We're gonna make this happen. Ingenuity. Oh god. But I don't really like. Some people roll their bocce ball. You don't, you don't have to. I kind of just like big throw bocce, it with a ton of backspin you know? so it sticks. Right. <laughs> and ruins people's it ruins people's lawns. Because <laughs> I play it in the woods a lot. Yeah. Woods bocce ball, it's mm. pretty good. I think games Sounds in the like woods. like a good way to get poison ivy. You just like you go I for got a... poison ivy. Oh Look yeah, that. shit! <laughs> it's on me right now. Oh, I can see it. You got Dude, some don't poison. Touch yeah, it. don't touch. Can I get like a towel or something for you to sit on? No, no, I mean it doesn't matter because we're like quarantining anyway. So I think you guys both worked with me at the zoo when I got fucking poison ivy because I was like <laughs> sleeping in the woods, and then because we were unionized, I got like workman's comp because I got poison ivy because I was sleeping in the woods. <laughs> You're <laughs> such a dick. <laughs> and that happened. Yeah. And you didn't just great. sleep in the woods. You did it like a pro. Yeah. The was... way that 
Oh god. I don't even sure where I got it. I was just like rip I was on like a gardening spree ripping out weeds behind like a brick. And I got part way through and I saw it and I was like, it looks like poison ivy. But I just ripped it all out anyway. I didn't wanna I was on such a roll. I was in the zone. So you haven't had it too much. And then I woke up No. I just I think I think I got a little because I was wearing gloves. Is that your like first time in your life getting it? I got it when I, it gave me memories of like having it as a kid because right. I got an eye patch and I was like, this is so fucking cool. <laughs> <laughs> I dug the eye patch too. Yeah, yeah, you're yeah, just yeah. like, you just like, everyone thinks I'm a pirate. But you've only had it twice in <laughs> your life. Fucking bitches love it. Because <laughs> apparently the more you get it, like the worse it gets. Oh. So like, I think when I got it at the zoo, it was like my third or fourth time having it. Yeah. And it actually did like legitimately like it. It fucking sucked. It was on my life. Yeah, I remember you complaining about it at baseball. Like, yeah. you didn't come to baseball. Like, ah, my poison ivy. Yeah. It was just under my nail, and I had it for, like, a, a day that it bothered me. So I woke up. I forest gumped it. I woke up, and I was like, stuff something bit me. A <laughs> 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 like, couple days later, she's like, do you think it's just, like, poison ivy? Like, that's disgusting. <laughs> <laughs> And I remembered I definitely pulled that poison ivy out with gloves on. Does this force gum still make you cry? <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah, guilty. It does. Yeah. Like we, I love buddy, ice cream as much as him. I can relate to him. <laughs> at my buddy's cottage, we've got this rule that we only play VHS when we're watching movies, right? So we've okay. got like five thousand VHS. It's such a fucking solid collection. And every once in a while, like fucking Forrest Gump makes it on. It'll be like three or four in the morning. You're like pretty drunk and high and just like mentally kind of low and I'll just be sitting there like across the room from my buddy Dan and everyone else is asleep and just like you know like little like we won't look <laughs> at each other and stuff cause we just like you know it's unacceptable for men to cry I guess so that's why I won't watch Field of Dreams with another man because I'm gonna cry <laughs> and I don't and I know they're gonna cry and I don't think that we need to see that of each other Forrest yeah. just loved Jenny so much he did he, <laughs> he did. could do anything for her and she'd never treat him right oh, and what? he'd do anything fuck, for her fuck you Jenny uh, her night and shining armor Forrest Gump though like it's kinda interesting it's a bit that. of a role reversal right <laughs> It, like though Forrest Gump had this like interesting life he was more of what you'd expect the woman to be in a lot of like films and like the sort mm. of he the was like, the one that was like loyal and would stay around and made a home and took care of the kid whereas generally in films it's like the dude who's mm. like philandering and gallivanting okay. and, and maybe we're Episode. more disgusted by Jenny because she like challenges our roles on what is male and female episode number three gump cast the three of us <laughs> each of us in character of a different era of forrest gump i've got a good story Child about my gump, uncle paul coming. Gump, runner gump i like runner gump you can be runner gump i get there's, tired though there's I a guy so easily have you seen well, the guy at morningside and uh fucking lawrence that's bagging there. He looks exactly like Runner Gump, like mm. super yep. long hair. You, you know what I'm talking about? I've seen the type. Yeah. <laughs> I came across one uh, walking down by like the Pickering waterfront, and the guy looked like I was like I don't know if he's like a rich guy with a good tan jogging or a homeless guy, and that has everything that he owns <laughs> in that little backpack. It's tough to tell. Had like a little tent and like a windbreaker. It's like people that live on boats. You're Big like beard. I was like, is are that you a broke? Rich? Are you like fucking a, rich? <laughs> I couldn't tell. He could have just been like extreme leisure camping. Which is a cool thing that I hope to do one day. No, I don't. 
Well, we've like gone off on several like horrible tangents right? immediately. That's okay. It's what we do. Next week, Gumpcast. 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 <laughs> Look forward to Gumpcast. Um, I bring up Poonit, the rookie, and uh, oh, yeah, I wondered, wouldn't it be cool if you guys could like have a window into his brain about what he thought of playing on the Falcons in his first year? So I interviewed him, and uh, we talked a lot about the Falcons and talked a lot about you guys. You guys mm. came up you know, organically. I'm sure it came up a lot. I feel like anyone on the baseball team talks yeah, about me. Yeah, Poonit loves to talk shit. <laughs> <laughs> Such a shit talker. And he learns that from, from being so competitive on the on the curling pads or whatever, and the sheets, on the, on the fucking ice. I don't know what you call it. On the sheets. On the sheets. On the sheets. Well, I interviewed him, and at any time during the... Um, recording. You want me to stop it so we can talk about what what he said or laugh or whatever. Just just give just, just say stop, or or if you can reach it, like hit spacebar. Oh, just keep recording. Who knows? If oh, oh no, we're gonna keep rolling. Yeah, we're recording. But you know, if you want me to stop that recording so that we can we can break down what he's saying, ah. then that's what we do. All right, here we go. Hope it's loud enough. I didn't realize this is so interactive. Okay, listeners, so what you're about to hear is Eric and Alan listening to my conversation with Rookie Poonit about his first season in our ball league and on the Falcons. Um, listen as they get better and better at actually pausing the recording to say what they have to say so that we're not competing for volume. And after we're done talking about the Poonit recording, um, which takes way longer than it should, but I think it's funny. We then jump into the email that the league had just sent out about money and what to do for next year and whatnot. And then Eric bounces a bit early, and Alan and I talk about the Blue Jays a little bit. So Adjustments? Because that's what, like, being an athlete, that's the advantage you get when you're learning a new sport. If you were already good at another sport, you can, if you're smart enough, learn to make the adjustments that you need, right? So, like, when you see it bouncing and rolling off to that one side... If you've thrown enough stuff yeah. enough times, you can be like, well, I'm going to adjust this angle over here and maybe maybe throw a little bit less of that. And you can figure something out, but it still takes that time. And it's that time that always pisses me off, man. I quit stuff in that time period. Yeah, you're like, yeah. Fuck it. You know what's it's funny that you mentioned that? Is like, I never equated like, that to anything. Like, I think I, I, cool. a lot of my friends are athletes, so I don't really think about it. But that adjustment, like the... A lot of my friends are athletes, uh, but I decided to curl. <laughs> That's what I mean, man. If you got to jump in, hit the space bar. I just let it roll. Just let it no, roll. No, like, because uh, you're going to want to hear it. Shut up. Yeah. It's my show. Okay. Billy, do you inherently kind of know what caused something to do something in, in a sport? And then to make the adjustment? Uh, it doesn't come naturally to a lot of people. Um, like throwing a football, for example. I'm trying to put a spiral on a, on a football. Like, I've seen... A lot of people try to do it, and they're just doing the same thing over and over, and over and over and over again, accepting different yep. results, right? Any and Falcon. I think with the athletes, are like, oh, maybe I'll hold like this. My hand feels I'll like over here. here. No, I, I know what I want the end result to be. Right. Um, yes, sir. What is this, it's, though? Uh, Citra. Oh, yeah. Kind of shattered the glass in my head right there. I'm just like, you just pick a ball and go, right? Like... It takes being reflective, and like you have to, like, there's a certain amount of knowing what you're talking about, too, right? You have to have played with it before or read enough stuff, and like, 
you talk about the pitching and I didn't have a pitching coach growing up like no coach ever said like hey Rick I'm going to teach you about pitching I learned everything from like teammates opponents and then like just reading yeah that's not true because we tell you what to do all the time I always tell you you simply how to pitch the first time I met you (laughs) I instructed you specifically how to pitch back there and being like throw this pitch here and he's like (laughs) (laughs) you just do what we tell you and you wouldn't have so many problems but what do you know about pitching I literally I didn't even know all you know is you're like throw strikes I literally didn't even know your name and I can't remember what I said to you like the first time you showed up with my my mutual friends and you like showed up and Eric's like oh not this, this Eric hot shit Eric. picture but it's like yeah I got this we guy always bring up the other Eric I don't know why I got this guy do. I work with at the zoo and uh, you know I think he's gonna come out and pitch for us so maybe we'll have practice see how he does and you went out and threw and then I think I was telling you how to like <laughs> I can't remember exactly. Maybe grip a changeup or some shit. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, you know what? Your changeup would be better if you held it like this. Like, I didn't even fucking like, know your yeah, name. You're a pretty good pitcher, but <laughs> I noticed in some of your pitches you're twisting your wrist. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, it's called a fucking curveball, you <laughs> asshole. <laughs> Who's this guy? And it wasn't yeah, even practice. That well, it wasn't fucking ain't curving, you know? <laughs> <laughs> so I was wondering what it was you were trying to do. <laughs> Well, you graduated from right field all the way to the yeah, infield. Yeah, I wanted to immediately, like, alpha you, and it was fun. Yeah. It's so ridiculous that you say that. All the bocce playing uncles are like, this is how you hold it. <laughs> yeah, you hold it straight, you don't fucking curve your wrist. <laughs> and going after it's myself, so I wasn't even a good pitcher until, like, never, but... That's not true. <laughs> you're, you're the best pitcher in this league. Stop it. No, that, not uh, uh, yes. you fucking, fucking, <laughs> uh, Of oh, course, of oh, course you left that in. Ass. You're like loving the opinion of a guy who never played ball before, has never seen underhand with any sort of team, and was like, yo, you're fucking... Awesome, yeah. <laughs> like This is why I'm doing this because I knew it would be this. Favorite pitcher in the league. You're a fucking awesome pitcher. No, no way harder. It comes at me way harder than when someone's sliding a fucking big round rock on the ice. <laughs> am I the best punit or am I the best? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It, glad you brought it up. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for staying on point with the script I gave you, punit. <laughs> I I think that uh, there's that one tall guy that can throw absolute fire, but he has no control. No, oh, he's talking he can, I think he can find it. He well, is talking, he's he's talking about Will. I'm going after this guy. <laughs> I don't know what his name is. <laughs> I think the he's fact that you think him. I'm good is what I'm talking uh-huh. about. Because you and I have only played together for wait, wait, wait. two years. Wait, wait, wait. One year. Did you say the fact that I think I'm good? Uh, that the fact that you think I'm good. Maybe I think I think the fact that you think I'm good. You want to play it back? Let's play it back. Uh, I don't want to play it back. I'm pretty probably saying. <laughs> no, we won't play it back. Alan made his point. It's fine. It's fine. I just want to <laughs> emphasize that. Statement. That's right. Yeah. So you you've gotten and that was my best year by far because I started to get like more serious about like learning about it. But I wasn't good. Like, dude, all the all the years growing up playing, I was never pitcher number one. Never primary pitcher. <laughs> Did you always... You, you do it. It's right there. No, man. I never... Like this was all... Which is why I want to bring up Holly again. Because <laughs> <laughs> we just...
just had this incredible female pitcher one year in a previous league, and she was so good, like, mm-hmm. like caliber of national pitcher. She was so fucking good, and Rick was number two, and Rick couldn't handle that, I don't think. Secretly, oh. it fucking eats away at him when he's number two. Like, in the, couple, in the few seasons, you've been number one in several seasons, but you're just, like, so much happier. You know, you know, you know what's going on. You mm-hmm. know where you're gonna be, and it's, it's not awkward for you. Yeah. But when Holly was around, I think it fucking ate away at you. And this mm-hmm. guy was playing fucking first base or some shit. And there's a pop up. And this is right before the playoffs. And Holly calls it. It's, and Rick just fucking plows into her ass, takes her out, saw his opportunity, and took it. She never pitched again for us. Mm-hmm. Your forehead was right at the same height as her chin. It's true. Yeah. Took her out. She took her fuck But out. to be honest, I didn't mean yeah. headbutt her. I was just going to take out her legs. Does She's Holly listen to this? Now. Probably not, right? right? Oh. Our friends that know Holly? I think Holly hates me because she got concussion plans. And she got taken out. That, she went that I planned to take her out like that. Ha- Holly had a whole bunch of other issues, though. Like, her dad wanted her to be a boy so shit bad. Talk. That's, <laughs> <hard> <laughs> shit talk. That, that's yeah. why I asked if anyone, if she li- if there's a chance that she would listen. But I mean, there's a chance. I Rick's stand, trying to put it, put it out there. I stand by <laughs> what I fucking said. You know what? Her dad. What's the chance of someone listening to this? Her dad wanted her to wanted. be a boy so bad right. and like you know what she was good enough at baseball that if she were a guy there's so many more opportunities for you to like play which is a whole other issue but she was so good at baseball that if she were born a boy like she would legitimately be like be doing something I with ball guarantee you that if she hears this and she sees you she could still beat the shit out of you oh 100%. yeah oh yeah 100 i hope to one oh, day yeah. see it yeah i'm not ashamed to say that and to be fair it was very challenging with that year with Holly because she was very non-committal with baseball. She would not tell me if she was going to be playing. And to organize a team that's co-ed where you need to have your two girls there or... team did very well, though. That was a <laughs> good fucking team. We came we second place that year. Yeah, we were good that year. We were in the ship that year. Yep. You know, it's just nice to have a good, like, 1A. One, one you can go to either one. Yeah, that was sick, too. We had such an advantage because we had a... A female catcher and a female pitcher. Yep. You had to have two women in the and field. And they're both gamers, year. like just and both gamers. Yeah, not that if they were in anywhere else, they were like a, a disadvantage. But we actually finally got to like settle in some spots and like figure out where people were playing, rather than just having all utility players. I heard you got to settle in some spots. Yeah, yeah, I settled in a few spots on that team. Mm. Remember when Laura got ran? Oh my by god! That guy at the plate. That female catcher, she was like 110 pounds. She got blown up by this guy who's easily 300. Was it a tow truck driver? I think he Ooh. was safe, too. <laughs> I got called safe on him. Yeah. That, I called safe and then thrown out. That pissed me off so much. Everyone grabbed somebody that day, and I was like, fuck. Like, I so don't want to fight when I play sports, but that they day... They would have killed us. They would have killed us. <laughs> they would have killed, killed us, but we were ready to be killed. <laughs> it's our job to be killed. But instead of that, just in for the no next way like, did five I years. Fight any of those people. No. <laughs> then you'd have to fight their girlfriends out that were out there, and they were yeah. fucking. Yeah, and they could beat too. the fuck out of us. Yes, absolutely. Do you remember the time that they blocked the umpire from being able to leave? <clears throat> yeah. They like accosted him in the parking lot, and they with their tow trucks blocked him in, and he couldn't move his truck. Or just car. another fucking tattoo to them, you know. That was when that <laughs> motherfucker also too like got struck out. Was arguing with that little Asian ump that we had, and then the Asian ump turned his back to walk away, and yep. this guy like ran after him with his fist up, 
and like have to get in his way, right? Like he was fucked. Anytime we played against that team, it was like WWE <laughs> fucking. It was so fun though. I'd, I'd be on the infield and I would just shit talk them. <laughs> I would just shit talk them so hard, and then the game would blow up. That like, drunk old Santa Claus yeah, motherfucker yeah. who's out there, yeah. just always wasted with the bandana. He's probably a Hell's Angel, so you so might not blind. want to name him. <laughs> <laughs> he was so blind, and it was just—he was the best. That was a fun league in because I could. Sometimes I would play catcher, and it was always fun to just shit talk with the yeah. umpire. Yeah, like being like on drop a fart back there and just be like, hey, "You like that?" <laughs> <laughs> you can't hide it. You can't hide it when you're squatting all the time. Everybody knew everybody's everything in that league because we were there so long, right? Like you knew how to pitch everybody. You knew where to field them. I want to. I want to ask you, Eric. Yeah. Why did you watch that music video that T Hump? fucking put out where it was like a bunch of himself I watched some of it I liked it I thought I watched it and then did you think it was weird he wore the Falcons uh, baseball jersey for one of the characters like our team jersey from like three seasons ago no I think it shows that he really liked being a part of our team and that it would be cool someday that he could rejoin it I think that I don't know (coughs) I, I don't think it's that weird but I, think it was um, I thought it was weird the time that we were having a team practice and we were just like meeting in a field to like, you know, seven or eight of us get some reps in and he showed up in full uniform. Yeah. And didn't have baseball pants, but he had the, he had Rawlings like... Tearaways? Not tearaways. They were just like athletic pants, but they looked, they were the same color as like gray baseball pants. I'm pretty pants. sure they were tearaways. But he it was adorable. for a while. Yeah. Like he, see, he upgraded. Yeah, he did. <coughs> By the way, show off the physique. Just gonna say this: Trevor did a really good job last year as a catcher, as a first-year player in that role. He did so well, and I, I, I dare you to fucking argue with me about it because I was the guy throwing the ball. To he was yeah, much you had a playbook down. He was much better than I thought he would be, but still wasn't like. You can't call it good, and that's I, okay. You I can't call, call it good, him, and that's I'd, okay. I'd like feel like it would be complimentary to call him serviceable. Yeah, <laughs> I love that. <clears throat> you should he be able hit to that take home that home run, and then the ump called him out. <laughs> oh God! <laughs> I love that that happened. You have to tell because I I wasn't there. <clears throat> oh yeah, he was like that was his goal, and then you were at that. Uh, there's the one really far field that's by the highway, like. Wishing well, or what is it? A way up no, that's a short field. That's a really no, but short far field. away. It's like right. Down by oh, like DVP, okay. I thought when you one. said okay. far, it was saying the field was big. No, so it's kind of a short field. You <coughs> hit one just like Super off short. the top of the fence and out, and he ran it, and then he touched fence home plate at the end, <coughs> and the <laughs> ump called him out. <laughs> <laughs> touched home plate. <laughs> so, he was so stoked, and then just like to see the. To see the joy drain from him. <laughs> That's a triple. Out. That's a triple. We did mark it a triple. <laughs> in, the book, in the book officially, <coughs> on the score sheet, it is a triple. That's great. <laughs> we point to do that. Yeah, We I had to th- take the out. <coughs> Otherwise, you're going to look back to the score sheet and be like, where'd the first out come from? So Seriously. <laughs> Rookie mistake. That's just, that's, I think that's really funny. <laughs> Speaking of rookies, let's get back to what Poonin has to say. To He's not done showering me with compliments. Yeah. What is he? Get, about, fast forward to the part he talks can about get, me. Can we fast forward through No. How just, long is the. Just shut up and fucking listen. <laughs> and it's, 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 
less if we don't stop as much. It's 66 minutes long. <laughs> I played softball oh, okay, windmill from 10 years old until I was about 16, and then everyone started getting jobs. Yeah. I got a job too, yeah. so we folded. Stop and growing. Stop growing. I, I joined what would be the Georgie Porgies team that like has carried us through, and you know our core is from that team. <clears throat> but I was 19 when I started playing again. And then I just, I don't even know, man. I didn't know what I was doing. I had to adjust a modified slingshot, which is what we do. Right. And I don't know. Yeah, I just, I like learning about it. I don't like sucking and stuff. And now that I have more time on my hands, because, you know, you're now with like a good job and stuff, and you just have. It just occurred to me that it, I think it's weird you went to a children's playground to record this podcast. It sounds like kids are on swings and stuff like that in the background. That's a bird, and we recorded it here. <laughs> I don't think it's a bird. I hear kids playing. There's often the laughter of children <laughs> in a regular neighborhood. There, there are kids playing right over there right now. <laughs> okay. yeah. I just, you want me to live in sadness? I suggested you name it. Where do you sound. live? I'm just helping you, Rick, name in the sound. You got yeah. If that comes up on the final edit here... Hey, that might you be know where I live? Parole. Downtown <laughs> yeah, yeah. at DuPont, uh, at Madison and DuPont for the, last, for the last five months. I don't know where that place is. Yeah, I think I'm that some, makes you cool. It's an apartment. <coughs> oh. Hmm. Nice. Why didn't you just say an apartment? Well, <laughs> everyone you asked like where you. I live, so I said where. Okay. <coughs> just sounds sad in the place that you live. You're so focused on the happiness of where I live. <laughs> you know what I think your hat needs, Al? Like a tiny little tin, like little container, like a little cup almost, with a lid ceiling. And uh-huh. you can put some ink in it. And we need to write something, you can dip that or little I feather in. Or I tattoo people. It's not a f- this isn't a feather. So there's a feather, and then there's, this is a porcupine quill. Could you tattoo with that? Which is probably, actually. It's like super sharp. You want to feel it? Yeah. Okay. I thought you were going to throw it. No, it might kill you. Porcupine you get, quills are so Get used cool. to that eye ha- Yeah, see? His <laughs> 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 reaction was such what expected. Poked himself. Reacted like he didn't know it was coming. <laughs> you were the only person that can't... You're the only guy that can tickle himself. I gave it a good poke. Yeah, it's true. You did. Uh, the I white remember, end is in the body. Whatever. I'll fucking poke you with it. <laughs> <laughs> the white end is ah, in the body. No! Like that? You want some of this? You're a bad catcher now. <laughs> so yeah, you pitch with a depth perception. How did you do it? <laughs> yeah. um, I remember collecting these when I was a kid because my stepdad threw my Nerf bat at it when it came down the tree one night when oh, we were yeah. like all around the fire. And I didn't realize, but like now I get it. My parents were just always drunk the, like at night. We were just always drunk around the fire and we were just kind of like there watching them be drunk. But he was like, ah, fuck you, porcupine. He threw... <laughs> Nerf bat at it, and it must have stuck it like thirty times, oh. all in this little surface area on the bat. Yeah, and did you save it, and it became like a cool weapon? Um, no. Should have. Porcupine feathers are like uh, porcupine quills are like uh, currency to a lot of indigenous elders too. Like you can trade them for like sweet grass and other stuff like that if you got some porcupine quills. It's fucking great. They love them. I guess you just got to be man enough to collect <coughs> them all. Well, yeah. if you see one hit on the highway, you just, like, grab a couple out. I'm thinking Which just, I like, rubbing done. honey on my arm and waiting for them to come up. <laughs> <laughs> just taking them. Just punch it. <laughs> this is my honey know. arm, yeah. this is my Nerf bat arm. Yeah, in fact, they're giving them to me. <laughs> I so. don't see how this plan could fail. 
Just to bring it back a little bit, the I old. think all you need now for your outfit is like cane with like an amber top with like a mosquito. And to bring up Jurassic Park, I have to say, your Eric, you and your wife yeah. Steph, your Jurassic Park video was so that you good. remade was so motherfucking funny that like I I die laughing thinking about it sometimes. Yeah. Um, Segway. I was just thinking about that actually. Yeah. Because of Poonet. I don't know if Poonet has heard of a little thing called chaos theory, but he's talking about doing something over and over again and eventually get better at it. I don't know. I think you could be throwing that football over and over again, trying for a perfect spiral. Forever. And in you some try realities. and analyze the data on which ones are the perfect spirals and which ones are not. Mm. You're never going to be able to make that definitive computation. Okay. Mm. Chaos theory. Yeah. There's always going to be an element of randomness to it. Yeah. <laughs> Math doesn't solve everything, just almost everything. You know, and I don't, you know, I'm really product of the world today, and I don't respect any goddamn expertise whatsoever. <laughs> I can watch three or four YouTube videos almost all the way and understand any field perfectly. You're such a troll. Okay. <laughs> Anyway, moving on. More time in your hands. Yes, exactly. You know? yeah, yeah. So I use it for getting better at that instead of like learning skills that are valuable. <laughs> <laughs> Winning that championship is extremely valuable. Uh, I'd sure. love to win that championship. Oh man, and we and honestly, the team. First of all, thank you for including me on the team. I I I feel like I was such a fish out of water for some of the games. Like just I did some stupid stuff. Like. Uh, Cheating on second base, <laughs> like it's small, stuff. small stuff, and it's funny because I was telling Tim, uh, our joint teammate, after the fact, I'm like, you know what? You're like I watch baseball. I've been watching baseball for ten years, ever since like I got my place when I moved out of school, and I watch baseball all the time. And you see these guys do sometimes, very rarely, stupid mistakes. You're like, oh, you're an idiot. You know, you've been playing baseball your entire life. You shouldn't be doing this stuff. Sure enough. I haven't been playing baseball as much as they have, but like, you know, when I when I got I, I got thrown out at home because I was trying to gun it home from second base, bolts and you both sit me down and you're like, look, in this situation, this is what you gotta do. And I'm like, yeah, of course that makes sense. You know, it, I didn't even need you to say it, but it it was so obvious that it, like it was painful to hear. You're like, oh, of course. Yeah. It's kind of silly, like when you <laughs> when you see someone doing it, but like. In the moment, you're like, I just want to score a run for the team. Like, I just, you know, I want to get there. And I'm, I'm, I'm not stepping fast. I'm not that, <laughs> but I'm, I'm fast. And uh, good reference, good Stephen yeah, reference. It, yeah. it, 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 it was fun. He's not on the team yet. For though. me, I think 50% <laughs> he still needs a jersey. Fucking Trevor's wearing his music video. I think you want to say more like Stephen. Stefan's been on the team for like three and years. Trevor's he's not actually on the, on the team. He's, he's not on the team. On, he's, he's, like, he's like our third best player, maybe. He's Trevor's still a, on a tryout, you know? Like, I don't know if he hit quite enough home runs to stay on the team. He just doesn't have a jersey yet, so he every day he shows up with a really tight black shirt, black t-shirt, <laughs> and... We, and Like, knock off Under Armour. Like, I love Stefan, but like, it's really fun watching him try to get a jersey and like... And then he hits another home run, and he asks for a jersey, and we're just like, mm, you know, I don't, I don't know if you've, like, made the team yet or not. It's like, uh, maybe next season, you know, if I you come again, you know, like, pay in full. And, like, 
You're yeah. such a dick. I'm going to tell Trevor to take the jersey and make a scarecrow of it and put it in his next gardening video. There's <laughs> <laughs> a clap back to this podcast. I'm going to start a podcast feud. Podcast well, then I won't feud. edit it out then. <laughs> do you watch his gardening videos? I do. I think they're fun. It's great. He's got a great garden. Do you garden. like his, he's, like, he's good segue at when he, like... Looks and goes yeah. like this. He like looks up at the camera. Shout him out. Yeah. Shout him out on your. Shout him out on the podcast. Uh, link it, link over the hump productions. Trevor Humphreys. I like your shit. Keep it going. I'll keep hitting the like button, man. You're yeah. funny. Um, I like your sense of humor with your videos. Like I get what you're going for. I think like, unless it's like accidentally weird. I think it's on purpose weird, and I like that shit. Shit sounds like a direct challenge from Rick Page right now, live. <laughs> You guys fight, and we'll record it. You if, guys, we'll do the first fight podcast. You, Trevor, come here. Rick says ooh. Rick says he could beat the fuck out of you. Trevor would kick the living fuck out of me. No, that's not what you said when we weren't recording, Rick. You're such a You idiot. said you could beat the fuck out of Trevor, and you don't care if he has dad strength now. I think Trevor <laughs> I think he would suplex you, but then his back would be hurt the next day. That's true. He would like he would fuck me up, but he'd fuck himself. Yeah, up like worse. His, but he wouldn't yeah, know for his, two days. His muscles would be sore, like exerting himself as he like smashes your face into mush. You know, like. Yeah, he is a TTC driver and like uh, you you know he studied Muay Thai for a while, right? Yeah. No, he's, and he's obsessed with wrestling. I feel like we're explaining him he's like he's Grit. like some big strong dude. He's Oshawa not. Grit. How, hashtag Oshawa he's Grit. not a big strong dude or a particularly good fighter. Rick is just small Trevor's and killer. weak and meek. Yeah, it's not, not like not me. Trevor, flip it up. It's weak. It's Trevor, Trevor is not like he is an average man in many ways. So it's not like he's we're describing him picking him up. We're just like I think he can beat Rick. two Ricks in a fight simultaneously. <laughs> no way. No way. Yeah. No way cuz okay, I no, no. kick the first one in the stomach and decimate him. I always think about how out. many of something second I could Rick beat. would have to hit him with a chair or something. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's happening. He kicked me right in the and turbo then, Rick. If you de- <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. First Rick explodes. <laughs> I yeah. <laughs> Yeah, let's not kick the microphone anymore. <laughs> okay. I constantly, I constantly think of how many things I could beat up. Like, how I many can just Canadian, imagine like an anime. If you were like in an a anime pit, fight video, just <laughs> kicks directly through a pit. If you were in a pit, two halves. Two Ricks could definitely lose a fight to anybody because a man one Rick with a sword. One Rick is terrible at like teamwork, and the other Rick is terrible yeah, at teamwork, and yeah. there's no way they work together. One Rick yeah. would tell the other Rick what to do, and then the other Rick feelings you, no will get hurt and needs to talk to me and Eric about it. <laughs> <laughs> and whichever one of the Ricks was smart enough like, to tell okay, us to backstab the first you're guy, you're still gonna play over. baseball next year. You probably want to run the team. Just you know, fucking do it. Don't halfway it. Just accept that this is what you like to do. <coughs> I'm holding all punches here because I want to get through the podcast. Well, I have an important question first. Yeah. So if you were in a pit of whatever size it needed to be. Like, how many Canadian geese do you think you could fuck up before they overwhelmed you? Like, like any six. number. Six. six? Like, oh, I honestly, no, no word of a no. lie, think I could kill a thousand Canadian geese. Dude, fight them. <laughs> I feel like... If you farted, if you couldn't kill them if they just laid them. in a pile and they, they were dead on so you. They look so easy to kill. You would just, you would be like fucking You're, Steven you know Seagal. They get just you. snapping fucking necks. You know where they get so you, they get you with the disease. I would break one's neck. They get you with the disease. You'll be diseased. Yeah, maybe after. That's fine. That's fine. But I could kill a thousand Canadian geese. 
you'd snap its neck, then I'd pick it up by the neck, start spinning around in circles, just breaking other geese necks. Like, they look so frail, they their hiss at you and shit. No, and they don't their do necks are really strong. All. They're really strong. But necks. if one goose outlives you, one goose, you then they put up a memorial and they just mention all the geese that died trying to defeat you, and that's how that would go. No, I would leave one goose alive. There would be a thousand and one there, and I don't would tell them that. Yeah. You fly south and you tell you them. You would leave tell them where the rest of them didn't show up this year. <laughs> yeah. By the way, you tell them to stay south. That's yeah. a Florida shot. Don't you fly in a V over my goddamn house. Yeah. Especially these days. I don't want to. I don't. I don't yeah. Can geese bring COVID back? Oh. From Florida? Oh. We don't want oh, the geese no. to leave. How do we get the geese oh, to no. stay? Imagine like a late, late summer. Oh. Eric. This all happened in the winter. Eric, this all happened in the winter. Those geese are already here. Do you know that COVID is actually... Testing the geese. The COVID is actually a variant of the 1918 Spanish flu. Like, it never went away. Really? Isn't that fascinating? That is fascinating. It's like the... Thanks, Dr. Agostino. The Spanish flu uh, morphed in the game. This is going to be a two-hour podcast, and I'm okay with that. The the Spanish flu morphed and became, like, the seasonal flu, flu and existed in... Uh, that form for a long time, like slightly changing over time, but then it like met up with the something that was going on in pigs, some swine flu, and like exchanged parts and became SARS, and then SARS actually morphed and sort of became this. Sounds like a plot to like a Dragon Ball. Anyway, let's move on. Yeah, I stopped listening honestly. <laughs> Pardon me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's like there were some days that were really good, some days that were really started thinking great. about pulled pork. But man, I've learned so much about the sport and i really like that you gotta if you're gonna play a new sport you have to go in there trying to learn it right right or like what what else what are you doing let someone that knows how to play the gameplay Mm -hmm. you don't want to learn how to play like playstation's over there man yeah park your pride at the door and and just know that you're 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 not number one um and we have so many good ball players that's why you're on the falcons right he's a humble guy you park your pride because like any mistake you ever made um and I hope you never felt like you were rubbing your nose in it. I don't think that. No, 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 but, not at all. Um, you know, you were open to the conversation, right? And like, I've played with enough guys over the years that are new to the ball, like new, new to the sport, and they're trying to do stuff like go up there and bunt. Call it the ball. Okay, yeah, <laughs> the get ball. up there and bunt. Go are you for talking it. about check. But if you strike out bunt. I'm not talking about Chuck. Do you have not, Chuck in not your always head? Chuck or Darren Wong in your head when you were thinking about... Bunting? Neither of those guys. He's not specifically. Because those are the only two guys that... But I'm talking about seven different guys over the years, right? Like, we played together for yeah, 16 years. Yeah, but those years. were the only two guys that I can remember trying to bunt. No. I've tried to bunt many times. That were new on the team. Everyone should but, learn how to bunt. Okay, Everyone cool. should learn how to bunt. We should learn That's how to bunt. So so and, and to go ahead and say that, like you just said, you should learn I'm, to bunt. Like, anyone can bunting. learn to bunt, and that's I'm the point. Yeah, Tom McMahon you know made us do it so great much. At hitting dingers too. Dingers. So you are great at hitting dingers. I would love to bunt, but <laughs> you know, I can't do it all. Alan, are you great at hitting dingers? <laughs> I am. Hey, Alan, how many dingers did you hit last year? Last year, none. Oh. Okay. How many this year, though? Ah, yeah. Low blow. Yeah, that's that hurts, that hurts all of year. us. I'm the reigning champ. That's kind of why I like this. I assume I'm home run champ from last year. That's kind of why I like doing this, and partly the only reason why I agree to come Maybe do this with Rick is like, Stephen. I feel like by this time this year, I would have had a solid like three hours of insulting Rick in. <laughs> <laughs> just, just by playing baseball once a week. You should make a master cut of all the times that Alan shit talks Trevor. 
<laughs> I think Trevor's going to make that himself. Yeah, and, I feel like, <laughs> and you know I'm right. I feel like no podcast is complete unless you have a nemesis. We should have Stephanie and me on to shit talk Trevor. That would be great. If I had you and Stefan, you two would just, just end us me. Screaming. No, you two would just Amazing. end me. Screaming at each other. When you two are like you don't want shit talking, you're like heat seeking missiles for like together. feelings. And Fire the two of you together is like. <laughs> yeah, you just hear like uh, truly mean things about each of us that we are very sensitive yeah. about. And <laughs> we've just known each other for such a just long time. Levels of. But that's where our. Emotional res- calluses. <laughs> <laughs> that's where the respect in our friendship yeah. comes from, Eric. With me and your wife is like, we just know. We respect that we are not afraid to try to make each other cry so bad, but we would never cry yeah. in front of one another because <laughs> that would be the ultimate win. Yeah. <laughs> you're oh, friends, but I think your general dynamic just disgusts her. Yeah, keep your friends <laughs> close, keep your yeah, enemies closer, exactly. kind of thing. Where's the you know where's the line there? Yeah, I like it when after you've been there and then like Steph makes a curry or something and then like pull hair out and I don't know whose <laughs> hair it is. I put hairs in each of your pots Like one long hair (laughs) in each of your pots Every time I've ever looked after your dog Just so you can like really paint the picture He's got a a fedora kind of hat That like if you're not picking up on it Just post a picture of him after (laughs) It's very Jurassic Park But he has a mullet It's fair to call it a mullet now right? Nah it's not like it's just brushed back man It's just long hair I'm just letting it go Yeah the front is not a business at all It's 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 uh as greasy as you might expect, if you know me at all. Yeah. It looks as though you pushed your face up against the window, and then whatever smushed against the window, you just decided to shave. <laughs> it's just how his face looks. Yeah, that sounds right. That's what I'll go with. <laughs> like he just lies face down in the tub and shaves around it? Yeah. <laughs> The bowl cup in your face. I hate it. I hate it. Did you just shave around your mask? I hate it. I hate it so much. He just shaved around his mask. I hate it so much. I remember in 2015, 2015, fucking Shane Dyson, who Batista lit up for that home run. Yes, he did. Yes, he did. Dyson had the most pubic, sparse beard that I would make fun of so much. And I'm like, this is why I can't grow a beard because it would look like that. It would look like that. And And my girlfriend is like, my girlfriend is like, she likes a beard. And I'm like, my face is going to look like my crotch because it just looks like pubic hair. Let's fire this up. How long is this? This is like, here we go. Is this... Is there I'm an email you. from the league? Tell there me is. There. Yes, there is. All right, well, let's fucking <laughs> plow through this thing. You don't take any advice from anyone who's bunted maybe a bunch of times in their life, like hundreds of times, well, perhaps. Okay. But what are you doing? Yeah. You're not listening. And when you go out there and do the same thing over and over again, that's a problem. Yeah. And worse, when you do that and then get pissed off, and then, like, you react emotionally in front of everyone and you make it awkward for everyone, and, like... You didn't do any of that stuff. You made a mistake. You learned from it. You like a good rookie. What your mistake was, but sometimes you just need to figure out like like a good rookie why or how it happened. Good Canadian kiss. What you could do next time that just gives you the advantage instead yeah. of them. Or Alan, what's up? Are you gonna have Poonit on to listen to us, listen to him, and critique it? Yes, because this is Maybe. Inception podcast. This, this is the new concept. Yes, right? yes, oh, for sure. And I think like the content just makes itself; it spirals out of control. Bolts, Stefan, like everyone at some point, you know, provided just a little tidbit, like you know, in this situation, maybe we should do this, or you know, with with the count being this, like 
go, don't go. Yep. Those are the things that you watch baseball. You never pick up because you don't care. Um, that was unprofessional, game, by the way. My phone did that. Counting pitches. Silent. Right? Understanding situation. No vibration. And, and mm-hmm. that's that's that to me. Tim provides some good feedback to you. Like it's. Uh, it made me appreciate Tim's most improved player. That's why I went. When most I, improved player, Tim. Talking, Can I pee in the corner? Yeah, I'm like, yeah, I'm super pumped because what? Uh, I, I found a little sport again from a playing perspective. Yeah. And with the 11 that we're bringing in this year, because you honey, don't go in the corner. Will and Matt are two guys that you haven't had a lot of. Yes, do somewhere where the dogs will have fun peeing on it. Yeah, yeah. So what is happening? Will Will brings a ton to the team. Like he hits bombs. Like he's a crazy good pitcher too. Exactly. Like you know what he's right. One A, one B. Then it's like we start two courses. That like that's funny. Oh, just no way way to go! I threw an empty beer can at him, and he turned around, and I saw his dick while he was peeing. God damn it! He was coming out of his dick. He's laughing so hard he's vibrating. It's scary. If you have a heart attack in that corner, I'm not going to leave you in your piss. I'm going to leave you there. Just right into the rainwater container. I've trained myself to fall backwards. You know what? Rookie's lucky we're listening, work? To, listening to him. <laughs> I like to think so. I've watched a lot of um, enough professional baseball to know that when you bring a lefty versus righty, one with velocity, one with more stuff, uh, one that has you know great sinkers versus a fastball, like all of this, Sanitizers at least for the first two matters, will be impacted. I'm going to touch That's the space bar first. Like, we just, mm. you know, two outs, boom, whatever. The inning is a lot more manageable. You can touch my right? space so, bar anytime. It's you know what's funny is like we're five months into the pandemic styles. and I've only on just learned how to like, like sanitize my hands without getting a big glob of it on my side. crotch and looking like a deviant. In the heat. <laughs> what is that <laughs> even? How are you so it's bad like until now? I don't know. It's like I would rub it because I thoroughly rub it and I would put my hands like this and then you know how there's that like part in your thumb palm and your palm your hand? This leaks out and goes on my crotch and looks like I've ejaculated. Just like when you try and eat oatmeal. And you start hearing you know, someone, usually a couple of voices saying like, boys, hey, let's go. Eyes up. Let's get a look at the picture. And I like that. Yeah. And then the best part about it is, in like fifth inning, you get that whole same shit again because usually by that point, you know, pitcher A has frustrated them for a few innings. And then, you know, you think that they'd be excited to see a new pitcher coming in. And sometimes they are like, yo, new pitcher, boys, new pitcher. Let's go look it up. And then Will or I come in and start smacking the glove, smacking the glove, and you hear it again. Relentless. Yeah. Exactly. It's like, now we got to figure this guy out. Yeah. But you'd figure with all that firepower that we would have won but never won yeah I don't think it was pitching still chasing that dream chasing the dream Uh, yeah we don't have to get into it no yeah I I, I, honestly I I, I think we just there was a lot of errors spoiler it it was a mix of a bunch of things but like like I was like that was the first time I played ball Years. You did really well, man. I As an outfielder, you did really well. Fast forward through this fucking circle like, jerk. Shut your up. Speed got better because you pause. were more calm. As you were Let it roll. Ball. Let it roll. Like your speed doesn't matter if you don't know where to go with it, right? But you were taking a second and reading the ball better. You've got a cannon of an arm. Yeah, I can hit, hit we just let this roll for ten minutes. Uh, you will, man. I'll, 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 I, 
I felt like I was trying to go for glory or something. Yeah, yeah, halfway done. Go for glory. Just listen to him. Make fun of him. Just like make <laughs> mostly you to though. Third, to second, get people out. Did that four, five times, right? And he like, sprints like a gazelle. You watch him throw a ball. It looks like he's going in slow motion, and it really pisses me. He's talking about you. It looks Shut like up, there's no like gas you. on the ball, but it leaves his hand, and it's just target. Bolts, boom. Uh, Stefan, boom. Out, out, out. He almost got those broad shoulders then, and, man. And he's tall. He's taller than me. He's, and, yeah. And, and he, and yeah, you he's do. Got, he's got long arms. You guys. Jeez. His arms are out. He has played ball his entire like life, I think. It's crazy. Yeah. It's crazy. And like it, like that was cool to see, like to, to, to have him in the field. You know what? Because he was smart. He shifted me around. <laughs> uh, you know, obviously, yeah, bolts. Everyone would shift us around and stuff, but he was great in terms of making sure that we were in the right place at the right time. I remember, what was it, three quarters through the season, we had a game plan. I think you created the game plan in terms of how we would shift, depending on how you were pitching yeah. something like that. I don't want to give too much away on that. But, uh, uh, I don't think the competitors are listening baby. to my, my <laughs> podcast for, for hitting tips against me. I don't think I'm even close to that good. <laughs> that, that, that type of stuff fired me up because I was like, cool, like, we got like a like it's a game plan, there, yeah. you know. Like it's not just perfect shift, you know? alignment right. to fucking like, look at the balls. Yeah, and we were trying to jam all batters. It worked. It did work. Yeah. And and like it was it was. I think the first couple times you were trying to get it calibrated a little bit so the spots were. But like once you got in the slot, and it was it was great. Well, speaking of Eric, like he's the key to us being really good next year. Well, whenever we get to play again. Yeah. He's the key because he gets to be our primary catcher. Yeah, he's the backstop. And he gets to settle things down back there and call a game. He knows baseball because he played this long. Um, you know, he and I, we played we played hockey together too, right? Yeah. And, like, we carpool the hockey together. <coughs> Shake so and bake! Constantly mm. talking about strategy. We know how to play sports together. He and I do. So if I know I'm pitching to him and he understands what I like to throw and when I like to throw it, I'm no longer worried about what pitch is coming. I'm just going to execute what he tells me to do. I don't have to think anymore. It's nice. yeah, we should have had a barbecue and right now, too. Trevor did yeah. a really, so really good job for someone who was coming into baseball. He was That was his only, yeah, his second year ever playing. And we asked him to catch in a fast pitch league. And he, he did admirably. He really did. Um, but when you take an inexperienced player out and you plug in an Eric Hanel behind the plate, oh, man. We're going to throw so many people out. That levels everyone on the field up. Yeah, for sure. Because now, like, shifting, he can be a boss. Because Trevor didn't know how to be a boss in the field. Because he was just learning how to be on the field, right? <laughs> but with Eric, it's like... In okay. principle, because you're white. Every, every generation, theoretically, is more progressive than the last. Or we would be still hunting for tigers and lions. <laughs> Whatever. Like making, making fire with stones. Yeah, they'd be stuff. telling me to go and get collect more berries because yeah. I'm not a hunter. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> when you say that, I just think of the Simpsons episodes. Like, <laughs> <laughs> the, the, the food is burning. Oh, no, what did Ralph yeah. say? Oh, I'm a Simpsons guy. Rick, you would get along well in that time because you would fall in as such a beta. <laughs> Michael Sarah? I do. <laughs> berries are burning. Anyways. Oh, it tastes like burning. Bingo. Thank you. <laughs> it tastes like burning. If any of my friends hear this, they're going to be really upset that uh, I missed the quote. Um, I was afraid it was going to be a Simpsons reference from the last 15 years. I was no. like, oh, shit. Hell no. Oh, shit. Poonit's got a Simpsons game on point. And I'm, I'm, 3 to I'm, 11. 
That's that's the, yeah. That's the three to thirteen. That's the that's okay. The so that's is that fair to agree to? Yeah. Seasons three through thirteen. Yeah. Like yeah. Uh, I would go to Simpsons trivia at uh, Cadillac Lounge. If, if you're a real and fan, it would be zero through eleven, mm. and that would be the cutoff. Those goddamn Ayatollah assholes beat our shit all the time. <laughs> that's right in my wheelhouse. Yeah, like I was a hardcore fan for that too. Yeah. Sorry, what were we talking about? Oh, yeah. That's the thing. It doesn't matter. It's the Simpsons and we're boys. <laughs> Boom. <laughs> so, you mentioned Alan, and Alan's this, uh, yeah, this, this teammate of ours, um, and you can hear him in, I think... Episode 3? Podcast episode 3, yeah. I listened to that one. Um, and he, he's, he's, he's ridiculous. He's hilarious. And he's actually a comedian, too. He's done some stand-up comedy. Did you know that? I didn't know that. Yeah. He would be good at that. Yeah, like, he would. He likes the challenge of going up there and, you know, <laughs> sizing up a bunch of strangers and trying to figure out how to put words together and, you know, and fuck with their emotions. I totally laugh. get that. That's That seems very Alan. Yeah. And, like, to be honest, I don't know. I don't know. You and I are, like, new friends in the last couple of years. Yeah. But this is, like, one of the things I'd like to do someday if people actually wind up ever going back on stage. But I want to try my hand at stand-up. I don't think that I'm necessarily, like, a stand-up comedy kind of funny, but... I think it'd be like a really great challenge and like what better results than going up and making a bunch of strangers laugh. Yeah, right? do it, right? Cool. Exactly. Yeah, it'd be such a high. I'd go to a, sure. an open mic with you sometime. Cool. We're okay. That's right. How great was it to get slaps in, in like class? You know, back in the school you, you you know, crack a joke and you hear everyone snickering. You're not too loud or anything, but when you hear the laughs, like you know you, you hit your home run, right? Oh, for sure. And uh, so, anyway, Alan's always pushing the line, looking for that home run. Only he wants to hit a five-run home run, right? <laughs> and and he's like, art, he's way more artistic than people will give him credit for. You should check out some of his art. He's very, very cool. Um, so he's an eccentric dude, you know. Like you probably see some of that, right? Hence like, the haircut. Basically, has a mullet. I think it's getting worse over the COVID. <laughs> yes, it is. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> but um, the first time I met that fucking guy. I'm playing ball for the team that would eventually turn the, into the Georgie Porgies, which would eventually be the Falcons, you know, some 16 years ago or something. And I was just this pitcher that just needed a place to pitch. I didn't have a team. And their pitcher had broken their arm. And, uh, you know, so one thing led to another. I worked with, you know, his friend's older brother or something. And, uh, yeah, I got to know Eric and Alan and uh you know other people that you may or may not know and alan didn't come to the first two or three games i think he was away or something so fourth game i'm there on the mound not good i was not good on the mound but i was our only pitcher and this fucking guy <laughs> comes is. up to me after the first inning when he that's going to be when you're a grandpa and you're telling your kids about baseball. Every t- every story is going to start with that line. <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't very good, but I was the only pitcher there, kid. So. <laughs> we live in right field. And innings over, I don't know, we got like four up, three down kind of thing. We're walking back in and he comes up and he's like, Hey, I... Uh, you're a pretty good pitcher. Oh, yeah. Thanks. Appreciate it. You're Alan. Yeah. Um, I noticed on some of your pitches, though, that you're twisting your wrist. Oh. I was like, it's a fucking curveball. Who is this fucking asshole? <laughs> <laughs> like, who is this guy? Like, 
you know, you showed up. <laughs> he had a weird haircut then, too. Like, you had, like... Probably checkers. It's not weird. Checkered it sounds yeah. bad checkers. to people that have the same haircut. Uh, Different? Unique. Yeah, yeah, like, on top, he looked like he was letting it grow a little bit. And on the side, he had bricks shaved in, like a checkerboard pattern. Oh, that's cool as hell. I like that. Thanks, Spirit. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I don't know, like, how much Ladies that costs. Like that you get a green for a while, on, too. On a I was like working that, in a retail downtown. I, like, you know, I was just like... I was working in a retail downtown. And I was, fondling you know, like, ladies' half, shoes all day. Half charming and sweet haircut. And so many women would be like, can, can I touch your head? And they're like... Yes. Can I touch your feet? And then feet? they would, they would go to touch <laughs> it, and I would tell them to make ocean noises. <laughs> <laughs> Hit the fucking space bar, please. Just do the ocean noise one time. Do one time. I, I don't do it. They do it. Who is this guy? And he was wearing his incredibly tight baseball pants. Yeah. Right? Like they're noticeably tight. Yeah. In fact... Gone through the wash a couple times. <laughs> Gone on mat, max dry mode. <sighs> There was one game, playoff game, where the other team we were playing against, okay. and this team was better than us, but they brought out their, just like, this fan, and he just chirped us the whole game, and he sounded like uh, Todd from uh, the 102, Edge 102 in the morning. Missed that guy. You ever listen to 102? Nah, it's alright. Um, but he just had this, like, really shrieky, like, hi, kind of voice, and Alan gets up to bat, and he's like, Hey, nice pants, baseball pants. We call you MVP. Most valuable pants. Hey, how'd you get in your pants? I can't even be angry. Hey, I was cool. so good. Like, hi, baseball hey, your pants. pants are great, but you know, they, it's like an arrow pointing down, like <laughs> showing them. And we, we can't yell back at this guy. He's not even playing. The cadence is just perfect. Yeah. <laughs> it's just consistent. And Alan's like, it didn't even bother me. I thought it was funny. It was still distracting. Exactly. Uh, so, yeah. But like, yeah, I noticed you're twisting your wrist. Like, shut the fuck up. I love it. No. Damn it. Who is this guy? Yeah. yeah. But you just like. What I was doing was asserting myself over Ray. It obviously it worked years later. It was akin. He's still bringing it up. It would be akin to like peeing on him when we first met. Like I just alpha him. I don't pitch. Almost peed I've on like, him today. I've maybe pitched you three games in my life. On him like twenty minutes ago. And I can't fucking wait for you to hit the space bar. It was just like wait. asserting myself over him to let him know. Trying to establish, and that years later when you talk to Alan, he'll say, "Oh, you gotta establish your dominance right away, or he'll own you." And you're like, "There you go." Yeah. What? <laughs> <laughs> you see people differently, man. Alan, I, he, it was. Uh, I have an Alan story too. I'll keep it short, but uh, that's hilarious, and it doesn't surprise me at all. But uh-huh. so my my first year with the team was last year, right? And uh, you guys were wicked, super open and welcoming, and you guys were great coaches. Um, but I remember texting the uh, the team 30 minutes before game time because I'm just leaving home to come and get uh, play, and I was yeah. wearing sh- shorts. I didn't know I didn't know it was going to be didn't know the level of you know play we were going to get at, and I was like, hey guys, like is shorts cool? Alan, without breaking a sweat, the next message pops up 30 seconds later saying, "Is like Eric, this is why we're going to lose this season." <laughs> 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 I don't know 
remember that. And I was yeah. serious. I wasn't even joking. I'm yeah. like, who the fuck is this guy? Why Ooh. is he on our team? Why are we doing this again? Why are we doing this again? Because <laughs> <laughs> that's why I'm running the team. Because you keep just adding people that fill uh, the roster out. It's even worse when they're good well, guys. And it's like hard... Because you want to play ball, like, that's our team, like, all the way along, Rick, that we've played, like, time and time again, we've had, like, close, close friends play with us, and they're great, and we fucking love them, but they're just not ball players, and, and, and especially the ones that, like, try so fucking hard, and you can't, like, they'll listen to everything you say, and you can't be angry at them, because they're trying so fucking hard, and they're good dudes, but they just can't play the way you want them to, you know? But new people that join the team always want to pay first. <laughs> yeah, so when you're organizing true. the team, it's a lot more that's incentive true. This is true. to have that's someone true. be like, you have like six guys that are like, I don't know, man, maybe I'm going to move downtown. Uh, you know, it's a little, little early for baseball. Because the only guy that's like, ever Okay, hard. I have to pay like $1,000 for this up front. This guy's going to give me give me I'm the money right now. playing late. Yeah. You're yeah. You're the only guy. That's that why I you're on fucking chase. thin ice, Alan. <laughs> well, you don't have to chase me. I'll pay you. But no, but there have been like, years yeah. where there were years where it was like we don't have to chase you. We see you every week, and you don't pay us anything. We <laughs> <laughs> fucking know where you're gonna be. I pay eventually. You <laughs> <laughs> you're right. Always <laughs> the last one, you motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> on every team, it's nice to have that guy that will pay, but not necessarily play. But it burns you when they're good. Like that Kevin guy last year did that to us, and he was good. Played two games for us, I think, right? What, three? Yeah, he was pretty good. Probably yeah, hit 500 and, like, made every defensive play. Yeah, did great. Great yeah. at third base. Tried to put him somewhere else. He was like, ah, I'm third base, though. I think you should put me there. And I was like, I'm probably pretty good at third base, if you're going to say that. <laughs> he did great, yeah. Yeah, he yeah, was he really was good. good. But like Stefan said, you know, if someone's a headache to get them to the ball field, what the fuck are you doing? It's too much of a firecracker, you know? Got out there, had some pop, but you know, maybe fizzled out, fizzled out early, went out with a bang, you know? I probably insulted him early and he's just like, fuck this. Guy. Yeah, he probably like, I noticed you got a triple there, but you know, you put yeah. your outside foot when you're coming around <laughs> second, you know, if you did it. A little differently, you yeah, probably could have laid that one out. out. It's know? a close game. You <laughs> turned that double play, but your route yeah. to that ball was not efficient. Yeah, there's always next week, though, bud. We'll see you next week. <laughs> hey, legitimately, though, like I know baseball. Right. I like the <laughs> fucking <laughs> <football. laughs> Thank you for pushing this guy in my life. <laughs> <laughs> Just jump. Classic. Then, Tim. God, I've known him for years now. He's, a good, he's one of my best buds, and uh, I'm sure... I'm sure when he saw that message, he just was like shaking his head. He's like, ah, jeez, I, uh, I, I, I vouch for you, man. I brought shorts guy. <laughs> I'm, I'm shorts guy. It's Fred. Yeah. That's the worst. Tim's, Tim's a good short, style guy. Short guy, but like. Huh? Tim's a good style guy. Like, have, you seen, have you ever seen golf, Tim? On point. On point? Incredible golfer also. Let me tell you. That's his best sport by Is far. It? Is it Fucking really? great golfer. I've seen him now play ball and he's a stud. That's a shame because he'll golf is like the worst fucking bullshit sport ever. And it's awful. Oh. But he and played hot shows up for our hot Nice team. clubs. He plays a great goalie too. Well, maybe not this year so much. Okay. Hey, he, he had one up. game that was really good and one game where he was Sick shaking pads. off the rust. Sick pads. He didn't play in like five he years. He looked beautiful though. That's my point. He right? looked beautiful. Looked but yes, looked beautiful. Last time I was golfing, it was a like nice golf shirt. 
clearly nice belt, expensive golf belt, and he had like multicolored like John Daly like fitted golf pants mm. going on. Nice. And I was like, this guy Sounds better be able to sweet. fucking golf well if he's showing up like and this. Can. Yeah, and he just dummied. He dummied me. That's great. But, yeah. Mm. And baseball shows up on. The playing. only thing I like about golf is like slicing hard to the right at Pickering Playfields. <laughs> you and would. And sending your ball into where those trucks, those tractor trailers are parked. Oh, yeah. Because you good. fucking slice so hard, right? And then you just that's listen. That's good. Or you dig it off the high bang, 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 bang. <laughs> <laughs> That's the best part, yeah. I got really good at slicing right <laughs> because of Pickering Playfield. I like aiming for the, 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 the fucking wire holding tower things. You've obviously never hit one of the trucks if you're still gunning for the tower. Yeah. I don't have a slice. It's so sad. Like guys. Boom! Shots fired. Let's go. <laughs> oh, let's go. Listen, golf. I don't take right a now. golf insult right as now. an insult. I <laughs> take Mike. being good at golf. A golf compliment to me is an insult because. You put in so many fucking hours into something that's so fucking stupid. Oh, you Golf wish that was great. Me. We'll agree to disagree. His friend. <laughs> yeah. That was it. <laughs> Good finish. <laughs> so, boys, thoughts on what the rookie had to say about everything? I, he's good. I like him. He's good enough, and he was like willing to be coached and stuff like that. Yeah, he was one hundred and ten percent. Yeah, you know. Yeah. Good head on his shoulders, and he has like skills where you're like he learn to catch fly balls. Be he learned because he didn't know it before, but oh he caught God. it by the have end. a right fielder where you can be like, I don't expect him to drop this fly ball. Yeah, yeah, like really, what it's we want out of a new player on a like team that. is like one. Most importantly for me, you fucking got to be likable because I want to like I'm gonna spend a lot of my free time with you in the summer hanging out. Yeah, you better be able to like fucking make but jokes in the parking lot and have a beer. Number one. Yeah, Number fine. One. We all love Pune, but let's talk skills. But right? like, we can. Well, let him go with this. You also want the, the number two thing to me is that you're fucking like coachable and listen and fucking mm. like you know are willing to learn because like we got a lot of guys in our core that have played baseball their in fucking entire lives and can you know you can learn something if you are open to it, right? Two, that they like grow as a ball player in that first season that's important too mm. and then that they look like they have somewhere to go in the future too like they have an athleticism or like Poonit immediately had the ability to like throw the ball from center field to home plate yeah. and you're just like okay Great this we can fucking we can work we can, with this we can work with <laughs> we'll this we'll teach him where to throw <laughs> it like, you yeah. can't teach a guy to throw it like that you can teach him where to throw that though yeah. you, know, we you don't can have work to have like this. second base running out to the outfield being like I'll take it from here yeah <laughs> just get it close yeah. <laughs> just get it close I got it so like, yeah he had all the qualities you want in like a new ball player good beard well kempt yeah. beard yeah he he's, he's a handsome fella he's a handsome fella and he, he brings a fan sometimes he brings his wife Jenny, and she's lovely. Actually, yeah. our uh, the fucking named a beer after her. We talked about her so much. They did. Wait, did they name a beer after her before she was with Poonit or after she was with Poonit? I think it was before, and I don't think that's why we bring it up with Poonit. Mm. You don't bring it up with Poonit. Mm. Don't bring it up with Poonit. Mm. Alan's gonna bring it up with Poonit. <laughs> Alan's I'm going to consult the writing on the men's washroom stall first. Uh, Alan, put your phone down. He's already <laughs> looking for Jenny on Facebook. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> did they, they broke up? No. no. I'm just kidding. <laughs> we're just talking, just shit talking. <laughs> Jesus, are you trying to have a chance with her? Wow. <laughs> wow. Oh, wow. Quick to, that's just, wow. That's your go-to. Oh, they broke up. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Jesus. How do, you, how do you feel about porcupine quills? <laughs> oh, okay. Puna, you better lock her up immediately because... <laughs> yeah. 
Okay, so we got an email from our league. I'm going to go and uh, pull that up on the screen and I'll read it out loud. <laughs> so this fucking league is trying to hose us out of our goddamn money. You and they're you hustling us. Yeah, fuck. No. We I played faith dude, in them. Geffen's team was with these guys that run the league and it's we just should. like middle management... We should fucking pass uh, aggressive bullshit all shit the time. On the podcast. He's yeah, probably going to listen to this podcast. Shit. And now Good, I hope they fucking do because I want our goddamn money brand. back. Quit <laughs> spending it on your cell phone bills. Your management fees. <laughs> <laughs> it's just bullshit. The damn <laughs> retirement fund. This is a goddamn <laughs> pandemic, man. Hi, guys. At this point in time, we have decided to go ahead and cancel the 2020 season. This was a difficult decision to make, but there just isn't the time to plan and play a worthwhile 2020 season of HPSA softball. When your team, because this part was sent to just us, not everybody, you can tell by how it's, even the font, you can see the difference in font. When your team decided they were not going to play this year, the result was a forfeit of your entire $500 deposit, which I thought was fucking bullshit. After we thought about it, I was like... Why do I lose my we deposit? Didn't do we, we didn't fucking play any games. No yeah. one played anything. Yeah, we, yeah. We, we paid in full. We were ready to play. <clears throat> yeah, he was going to take that and then some of the extra fees too. And I was like, well, what the fuck are you doing that for? The deposit is in case I bail on you. We didn't bail on you. Yeah. We said we don't want to play in a pandemic and get sick. Yeah, and yeah. then you canceled it because of the fucking pandemic. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm glad he did this. However, since we are not going to be playing this year and you have been uh, good members of our league... We wanted to give you the same opportunity that all the other teams in the league have received. Therefore, we are going to treat you the same as every other team that did not withdraw and only keep a portion of your 2020 deposit. Below, we have pasted the information that was shared with all the other GMs. <coughs> you were entitled to everything in that email, i.e. leaving money with us for next season, holding your spot, and the lowest possible team fee, as if you never pulled out of the 2020 season. Please let us know how you would like to proceed. So have all the other teams paid a deposit for next season? Or is every other team getting all their money back? I don't know. Let's continue reading. I feel like that's <laughs> just a good one. First response, initial email. Is every team getting all their money back except for us? Yeah, they're Question mark, leave it at that. They're definitely taking advantage of like that's the information they have and we don't have. Yeah. Anyway, next. Dear GMs, this is to everybody, not just the Falcons. conflict now. It's exciting. We wanted to get in touch with you as soon as we had made a decision on the season. We thank you for your patience during what have, or what have been unprecedented times. We have made the very difficult decision to cancel the 2020 season of HPSA softball. As you all know, we have been doing everything we can to get a season in. We have planned for 17 games, 14 games, and even 8 games. However, at this point, it will not be possible to get a season in that makes any sense. Toronto will be moving into Phase 3 no earlier than this week. Though Phase 3 will allow games, they will... Or, sorry, they have put a cap on a league sizes. The cap is 50 people. Obviously, that is not possible in HPSA because our league is too big. And we would need to divide HPSA into eight sub-leagues where each team had one designated diamond with only three other possible opponents and no opportunity for any crossover. Additionally, once given the go-ahead... It will still take a few additional weeks to get insurance, approximately eight days, as well as realign the entire league and make, nice save, and make eight schedules. Hano uh, stopped his beer can from falling over. Mm. Uh, the result would be a five-game season. Mid-season form, by the way. 
mid-season when there is no season. But we are in the mid part of the mid-season. As much as we want to get on the diamond, and the majority of the league has expressed the same desire, there comes a point where it doesn't make sense given what we're facing with COVID-19. <clears throat> we hope that you can understand. We have done everything we can to try and get a season in. We waited this long to cancel because we wanted to exhaust every option on behalf of this league and community. <clears throat> we know that everybody's main question moving forward is going to be finances and refunds. <clears throat> As we have mentioned in the past, we are unable to issue a full refund of your entire team fee. We are not like other leagues and have never operated this league to make money. Every dollar we take in, we are looking to find ways to improve the league, from building our own website to better suit the needs and requests from our players and GMs to getting better diamonds. Thankfully, the City of Toronto has indicated that we do not need to pay for permits this season in order to maintain our renewal rights for 2021 and beyond. <coughs> this allowed us to keep the 2020 expenses that were incurred in preparation for a season that won't be happening lower than we thought. After by, by 99%. <laughs> they were always so positive, huh? After calculating those costs... The amount of money we need to retain from each team works out to $304.40. We will be rounding that down to $300 per team. In our previous emails, we have discussed the future of HPSA and how in order for it to survive, we are asking teams to leave money with us as a deposit for the 2021 season. We know this is a difficult ask, especially during these times, but if teams aren't able to help us and leave their money with us, HPSA will be unable to operate any longer. That's the unfortunate byproduct of operating this league without, or sorry, with no profit margins. However, we are offering benefits to those teams that choose to leave their money with us. If you are leaving money with us for the 2021 season, you will be guaranteed your spot for next year and will be given our lowest price for the 2021 season. After doing our budget for next year and calculating <coughs> what we need given anticipated price increases across the board, the 21 team fee for any team that leaves their money with us will be $3,000. If you leave the full amount that you paid this year with us, $28.75 or $29.25 depending on when you paid, your team would be required to send an additional $425 for the 21 season, $125 increase in team fee as well as the $300 that has been utilized for the 2020 season preparation due February of 2021. If your team is only able to leave a portion of your team fee with us, we understand and appreciate what you can do. If you have any questions about your potential 2021 balance after deducting 2020 costs, etc., we will be happy to walk you through this. Another common question that we have received is what happens if you leave your money with us but COVID continues to impact next season and we are not able to play? We have made sure that in doing our budget that we have enough money to last us until the time when we would need to be doing the schedule for the 2021 season. Plus two tickets to South America. <laughs> Plus two tickets to South America. This means that if at that time we are unable to play, you will be getting back the same amount of money that you would be getting back now. In summary, whether you pull all of your money out now or leave your money with us and we cancel the season, you will receive the same amount of money back. 2020 team fees minus the $300 already used for 2020. Another question that we have received is what if I leave my money in now and my team decides that we do not want to play next season? At that point we will be returning your money minus $500 as that has always been our, our non-refundable deposit since the inception of the league. If your team has decided that they will not be leaving any money with us, 
your team will receive a refund of what you paid minus $300. You will not be guaranteed your spot in your division or HPSA, period, <coughs> and the league fee will be $3,100 for the 2021 season. We understand that you will need some time to talk with your team and appreciate that. Please let us know your decision by Friday, August 7th. This is a hard deadline. If we do not hear from you by August 7th, we will be keeping your money with us and holding your spot for next year. If you change your mind after that or respond late, you will lose your full non-refundable deposit. We ask that when you are responding to this email, you make sure you include both Riley and Neil on all emails and if requesting a refund of any dollar value, please indicate the email address you would like the refund e-transfer to. If you do not provide us with that or with an email address, we will be sending it to the GM. EMTs will only be issued once. We will begin processing requested refunds on August 8th once each team has had the opportunity to make a decision on the 2021 season. We anticipate that this will take a few days to complete and thank you for your patience. Thank you for all your support and understanding during this difficult time. We are so, done this email. So how many teams are there? They're taking $300 from each team? <coughs> In each division? To do what? <laughs> we yeah. can easily look that up on HPSA because they made a schedule and posted it for the original plan. Mm. There's what, like five divisions? Want to look it up? And probably. But we're not paying any. Each. We're not paying any fees for the di like the diamond permits, right? No, it's all yeah. of his. You know, other fees. Well, three hundred bucks. We'll three hundred bucks a team by like thirty something teams. It's I don't fucking think it's nine grand. Teams. It's not thirty something teams. You don't think so? It's like five divisions of like seven or eight teams each. Just email him right away and be like, three hundred dollars seems like a lot." What's the breakdown of the league's expenses? Maybe there, you know what? Maybe there's <coughs> expenses we don't. Yeah, understand. if there's legitimate expenses, then well, we I'm asked. We asked them for a breakdown, we'll and they never gave us a breakdown. Ask them again. Everyone's going to be asking the same question right now, so they have to do it. That's fair. Or we should email. I can't just, tag just reply, everyone on the email. Look, so it's going to be your reply too. Yeah, exactly. Tag everyone on the email. Well, just five one divisions. line. One line. Five. Email is, I think, straight to the point. I think I probably speak for everyone when I'm curious as to know what the $300 went towards if we didn't pay league fees. Can you provide a breakdown of some kind? So I just, I think if you're going to go to the lengths of that email, and that's a very lengthy fucking email, why not cross T's and dot I's and just do it? You know, just tell us what the fees are. Wouldn't you, if you were running it, wouldn't you just say what the fees are? Seems like there wouldn't be that many fees. I don't think it would be that complicated. A certain number of permits. There's what only five, five teams in there. So thirteen. Yeah, Goose Crew. I'm glad they're in D1. They're fucking good. They're who put us out of the playoffs last year, right? Yeah. We put up a good fight against them. We did. But I'm just asking what the breakdown is. We're already at thirty. Like so we're like thirty-five teams, thirty-six teams. Yeah. Call it. By three hundred bucks a team is <clears> fucking ten thousand eight hundred dollars if it's thirty-six teams. If they have no permit expenses. What the fuck are their expenses? I make websites. There ain't no fucking... This isn't a fucking website that costs $10,000 to make. Or or maintain. A domain name is $17 for a fucking year. If they're, like, using it through, like, a Wix service to, like, manage mm. it or something like that. It's, like, $150 for them to have no ads mm. on it. If they had someone design it, it was probably one time going to cost them 1000 bucks or something like that. It's an easy ask just to be like, we're uncomfortable with this. Can we see the league expenses? 
Yeah. You know, and just like send that to everyone. It's a yeah, short what email. Because everyone's gonna have the same conversation. You can't send it to everyone though. And they they don't they, they BCC everyone. Like it's it's sent separately. But are the emails in the are tracked in the BCC? No, like they can't BCC like to send out to all of the teams separately. There's they no don't reply want us to, to all fucking teams. organize every team. <laughs> They I know, it's fucking Amazon shit. The players' union demands an answer. Yeah, they don't want us <laughs> to unionize. Yeah, I don't know. Well, like, just email and be like, hey, our, our team is a little uncomfortable with this, and we had some questions. Can you quickly share the league's expenses? Because we assume most of it was for diamond fees or permit fees. So ask that. That's a valid question. So I even wonder how much the permit fees are for I mean, that's, the that's, that's it's a simple email. You should send that like, email. Umpires right didn't now. work unless the umpires got paid somehow still. Like, you should just send that email right now. Is there... We assumed most of the fees were for... Permits. Yeah, can we have a breakdown? That's, I mean, that's what I've got to be honest. Like, that's my issue. Just, like, I assume permits. Really, the I want to know what thing. they're doing... I want to know what they're uh, doing with the 300 bucks. <clears throat> yeah. What are you doing with that deal? 300 bucks? What were your expenses last year that you need 300 bucks? I mean, all I heard from their email was like, don't ask us about the 300 bucks. Mm -hmm. All right. Obviously, everyone's going to be like, what's the deal with and the 300 bucks? That's we asked them about 300 bucks. We asked them about the, yeah. these numbers. Honestly, well, I fucking know ago. there's not a league happening. Honestly, like, <laughs> I wouldn't have a problem with them <clears throat> running the league for a bit of a profit, but because they profusely said that it wasn't, like, running a league is not fun. No, it's not it's fun. It's a lot of work. There should be I, something, something. I, and that's fine. And if you do want to run it like a part-time job, that's fine too. You know, mm -hmm. like you, this is a pretty healthy league. There's a lot of divisions. There's a lot of teams. It's a lot of like if, if they came back and they were like, we were going to surprise you guys, but the money was going towards a dome so that <laughs> next year we can play all the games, COVID or no COVID. <laughs> so we're inviting you to the, to the bubble. So, yeah. Thanks for spoiling the surprise. You're not bringing <laughs> three loved ones. <laughs> yeah. A dome would actually make it worse for COVID. Probably. No, not if you stay in the dome. Yeah, everyone has their own dome. You live dome in the place. dome, but you play out in the field. I see what you're saying. So our you lives... live in the dome and play in the dome. Oh, so oh this no, is, that's bad. This is like a Seneca... No, but you quarantine first and then you... Like we make no a smaller Toronto within <clears throat> the dome that encapsulates all of our lives. Plus part of and the... And then just at the heart of it has this baseball diamond that we get to play <clears throat> in once a week. The leftover fees can go for a meager cafeteria. Is this a Stephen King novel, like, kind of fucking twisted? Synecdoche is, like, uh, a Coen Brothers film with uh, that fat blonde guy that died of a heroin overdose. He was a really good actor, won a couple of Oscars. Philip Seymour Hoffman. That's the one. Fuck yeah, Eric. Bam! Fuck yeah, Eric. Hmm. Uh, with Philip Seymour Hoffman, where he's, like, this, like, <laughs> award-winning director and gets this lifetime grant. And he wants to make this play that encapsulates what is life. So he gets this, like, huge warehouse and builds... Are you typing a huge novel of an email here, Rick? Yeah. Just builds, make it, like, two sentences. Shut up. Builds a city I'm being nice so that we can continue our relationship. No, it's a nice... It's not It's not a mean question to be directed. We don't all work in sales, Eric. Well, uh, it's, I'm telling you how you should... I even think Eric's being way too fucking beat around it's the bush. It's a direct question. It's like, hey, bitch boys... Where the fuck's the 300 bucks going? <laughs> hey, bocce men. <laughs> it's like, how many pizza parties oh, are you having at fucking uh, league meetings? <laughs> Imagine the limo receipts. and the <laughs> <laughs> Just fleecing us. Meetings at the bar <laughs> every Just week. Just fleecing us. 
Here's what I'm writing. Eating shrimp cocktails at the CN Tower. <laughs> hey, Riley and Neil. That's a good start. <laughs> hey, Riley and Neil. The initial response from our team is that we can't see where $300 is going as far as your fixed expenses go. With permit fees and umpire fees not working beyond non-costs, we just still want to see that breakdown. Thank you for letting us know that we're not being penalized for adhering to health guidelines. Oh, yes! Yes! Oh, that's great. You know what's great about baseball this year? We don't have to do all the playing of baseball. We can still have the behind the scenes baseball. (laughs) (laughs) We get all the app, we get all the post game. (laughs) That'll get them right in the middle management. (laughs) And I always write what. (laughs) I always (laughs) say. I told you you should have been saving your (laughs) spirit. Go, Falcons, go. Go, Falcons, go. (laughs) Go! Oh, yeah. I've been working on it. Eric and I wanted to do that at Blue Jays game forever. Imagine just having like the whole three. I do it at home when I'm watching the game. Yeah, by myself. I do it too when like opposing pitcher, fucking three two count something like yeah. that. Yeah, opposing pitcher <laughs> needs to lace one in there. You one know, of the Blue Jays Scoring position, you don't do it all the time, but no, you just fucking bird. let it go at pivotal moments. Mm-hmm. Ooh, that would be good. You need scoreboard guy to help you, though. Yeah, you need yeah, that guy because yeah. if you're that drunken asshole in right field just trying to get everyone going, all we're doing is laughing at you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You need the guy with the button. I've, I've sometimes... Not, no. I've inspired They're, I've no. inspired people. Like People I've been, like it. People Eric, like it. The wave Eric is stupid. I, the wave is stupid. I'm saying it now, and the wave is stupid. The wave is stupid. Is stupid. <laughs> I agree. I agree. Fuck that. But Eric kept home. feeding me... <laughs> I'm honestly going home. Eric, okay. Eric kept you, feeding me Jack, uh, Jack Daniels at a Jays game once and got yeah. me so fucking drunk, and I was just yelling all these really great insults. So like, like I was like researching Boston Red Sox players and like where they went to school and like charities that they worked for and really fucking grinding them. And I wasn't swearing, but the usher came over because we were in the 200s. And the usher came over and was like, listen... If you don't start being quiet, we're going to have to ask you to leave. And this is probably the fifth or sixth, seven, sixth inning. And there's no fucking way I'm going to be quiet. So I was just started yelling as soon as she walked away. And the next half inning, she came over and was like, okay, you're going to have to go. And I stood up like I was going to leave. And my section booed her. Ah. My section booed her, and they let me stay. That's the best. I've been to a Jays game with you a number of times, and I think the best time was when that I was with you, you and I were watching a Jays versus Yankees game. Yeah, Gardner. Brett Gardner's in center field. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And we are, we are right there, and we are yelling, not insults at him, we're yelling compliments. Yeah, fuck, he's a good ball player. I love the way he plays. And the way we did it was like, never, hey, Brett, or hey, Gardner. It was, hey, Brett Gardner. Almost like we're like baseball pants guy. Yeah. Almost like we're yeah. mimicking that guy. Yeah. Hey, Brett Gardner. I appreciate you as a ball player. You are well above replacement. <laughs> yeah, hey, Brett. Fucking love your hustle, bud. Fucking love your hustle. Hey, Brett Gardner, in two years when you're a free agent, Toronto's nicest time of year. Hey, Brett Gardner, I, res- I appreciate that your drop in average is actually reflected in an increase in home runs. <laughs> Hey, Brad Gardner, I like how you hustle around first and you always think maybe two, maybe two. Hey, Brett Gardner, I noticed that you back up the throws to second from center field. <laughs> yes. <laughs> it's just hard to hate on him. Um, and I remember being at a game, 
we stayed in left field at that time, and the Dodgers were in town. Matt Kemp was patrolling left field, mm. and this fan yells, "Hey, Matt Kemp! I heard the Drake has used your toothbrush." <laughs> because Matt Kemp was dating Rihanna and then they broke up and there was a rumored you know romance between Rihanna and Drake and he, he just leaned on that all night he's like hey Matt Kemp I heard Rihanna won't let you under her umbrella Ella Ella hey 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 it was just so funny my favorite chirp was Jaco- for Jacoby Ellsbury. It's a shame he's not in the league anymore. But he had this charity wine, and it was it it, it was called Zinfandelsbury. <laughs> <laughs> they were like, hey, Jacoby, I heard you had a charity wine. What's it called? Zinfandelsbury. It's a good thing you're athletic. <laughs> <laughs> And then I gave that one to him for years. Yeah, you were ripping him. You are like, I think you said something about how it tastes and you went all connoisseur on him. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> What'd you say? I can't remember exactly. Another good one, I like ripping Jan Gomes. Like, hey, Jan Gomes, my girlfriend loves you. I broke up with her. <laughs> <laughs> you ruined a perfectly good relationship. <laughs> And if you wait till it's quiet, yeah. they can definitely hear you. Because Matt Kemp that day, he put his glove behind his butt. And as the guy was yelling at him, he was opening his glove like oh, yeah. it was a puppet. And oh, the mouth yeah. was opening. And it was like, oh, my God. That was a moment I was like, oh, my God. They can hear everything if oh, you're yeah. loud enough. They meet in center field. Like, I've seen multiple times that, like, the Yankees or the Boston Red Sox outfielders would, like, meet in center field and, like, point roughly to where I'm at because you're just like fucking letting them know and I'm not swearing at them and I'm not saying disgusting or racist things I'm saying clever things so it probably sticks out to them even more right absolutely we're not there to be like monsters you're there to be like really you're trying to be funny yeah what you're going for right like that's what I go for yeah it's it's just for fun right it's I don't know it just seems yeah it's weird I had a behind the catcher's view of R.A. Dickey pitching to Josh Tolley. Oh, yeah. And we had one-fifth of those tickets, so I went to 16 games. Oh, yeah. I swear, just the way the numbers broke down, I must have saw Dickey pitch eight times. Drove me fucking nuts because I can't stand Josh Tolley. Mm. Because he can't hit. Yeah, no. I'm telling I'm saying it on record right now. Allen would hit better than Josh Tolley in the major leagues. Oh, for fuck's any of us would. He was fucking terrible. He and he was see nothing. He was there to catch the knuckleball, and that I would yell things at him. That I'd yell stuff like, "Like, hey, Josh Tolley, no one expects you to hit. Yeah, yeah. Nobody. Yeah. I know you've been told by Gibby you don't have to hit. He's just strike out, no double plays, just catch the knuckleball. Yeah, and you can't even swing. do that right. Just don't swing." You know, you can't, you're not fast. You don't want to fucking ground into double play. And his name is spelled T-H-O-L-E. That's Weird. the T-hole. I'm that sorry. We called him the T-hole. Thole. I was the A-hole who yelled at the T-hole. Thole. Tholey. It's like he's almost trying to be like that, like, roof rack company for Josh, cars. Like, Thule. Thule. Thule or whatever. We were talking about this earlier. It's like, I, I really don't think fucking professional sports should be going right now seems really disgusting like if 
if if the United States didn't have like a total buffoon leading the country and the world were like a more regular place or the United States were more like Canada, then I would say, okay, sports can maybe come back. But like their fucking pandemic is raging out of control. They've got poor people that don't have insurance that can't afford to get fucking tests for COVID. And now we have these like millionaires, multi-millionaires, fucking 20 year olds complaining about getting tested weekly and living in a bubble and it's just it just seems so fucking tone deaf to complain ever about playing a sport for millions of dollars that i literally pay to play my entire life eventually you pay eventually eventually (laughs) (laughs) you were good this year you got me the money on time yeah 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 first year maybe (laughs) <laughs> no, I think you did it before. I keep track of this shit. Yeah. I still haven't gotten paid for fucking years ago by fucking Andrew Harris. I fucking... Who the fuck is Andrew Harris? He's the only person that didn't play. He was like my boss at Randy River, remember? He played for a season or two with us. He probably played shortstop. Shorter guy. He was a little bit older than us at the time, I think. Huh. Was that the, like our first, first year? It probably wasn't our first first year, but it probably would have been like our third or fourth year in that uh, Pleasant View League. I totally do not remember him. Yeah, it was. It would. It probably would have been after Kev would have played with us, like right after okay. that sort of switchover happened. Okay. So and maybe Suku, if you're listening, you still owe me sixty bucks, bro. <laughs> Andrew Harris, I'm pretty sure he fucking is an R- RCMP. You have the cash, member. man. There's how much does he owe you? Let's put him on blast. I probably was like 120 bucks or something. 120 like that. bucks. Whole, whole, whole fucking league fee. You know what I call that? I call that two sukus. Well, I learned something today, Rick. Well, man, it's Rick's podcast is about everybody learning all the time. Is Rick's podcast also about talking in third person? It's Rick podcast is getting annoyed. <laughs> <laughs> That's fair, right? <laughs> As you can hear through all the fits of laughter, we had a great time. Um, definitely talked a lot of shit. Uh, some about opponents. I guess some former team bashing was going on, but I hope that they understand that the tires, in my opinion, need to be pumped up, not taken out. Um, and uh, just general shenanigans. So, I don't know. This is kind of a taste of what I'm hoping that Tuesday night can be all about again. Just getting together with the boys, do some baseball, shoot the shit, have a laugh, and know that we're going to do it again the next week. So, anyway, to all of you that are missing the thing that you love, keep your head up, keep your stick on the ice, stay ready, you never know. But uh, mostly just be prepared for the fact that this is probably going to last a pretty long time, and we might be doing the same song and dance conversation next summer too. Who knows? So stay safe. Thanks for listening. And uh, friends, family, friends who are family, um, thanks for listening as always. And since the podcast had been recorded and edited, there have been some uh, replies back between myself and the league. So I thought if you've listened to over an hour and a half of our softball team, you deserve to hear how the rest of the email went. So here it goes. Hi, Rick. 
To be honest, there is more than $300 in fixed expenses, some of which has and is likely to come out of Neil and I's pockets as we wanted to keep costs for teams as low as possible and even rounded down. However, where we got the $300 per team from is broken down below. Last website payment, $4,000. What? What the fuck? Where did they get this website made? And how many years was this contract? Is this like $12,000 broken up over three years? What the fuck are we talking about here? Breathe. Communication, miscellaneous expenses, $4,143.36. What? Communication costs that amount. That's not a part of the website. Are we paying their internet bill? Fuck. Taxes, i.e. accountant, and what we anticipate being a low HST bill, $2,000. So you have an accountant and, wait, there's more, accounting software, $316.40. If you have an accountant, why are you paying for software? TD account fee. $36. Thank you for breaking down $36. 33 EMT fees, electronic money transfers fees for potential refunds, $49.50. Okay, we're up to under a hundred bucks in TD fees. Total $10,545.26. A team forfeited their entire $500 deposit. That's not my problem, by the way. Neil and I are absorbing $145.26. Shouldn't be doing that. Shouldn't be absorbing the costs, by the way. New total, $9,900. Divided by 33 teams equals $300 per team. This does not include website domain. We are absorbing this. How are you absorbing it? You just mentioned that the website was happening there. Like you guys got ripped the fuck off on your website. <sighs> Breathe. Breathe. This does not include website domain. We are absorbing this and the scheduling software. We are hoping to be able to use this in 2021 as well, but it will likely expire before we are able to do the schedule again. We hope this answers your question. Thanks. You use software to make your schedule and it's costing you that much money. It's not that hard to do. Oi, I haven't written back yet. We got to talk to the team. That's how the Falcons roll. We vote on stuff. We share our opinions. So I'm going to make them listen to an hour and 40 minute long podcast before they, you know, can cast their vote. Just kidding. That's crazy. No one's going to listen to this except for like four guys, but that's okay. Um, that's okay. Seriously though, my gut says we just get our money back and we just see what the league is going to be like next year, potentially. Like, I don't know. I'm not so married to a league that like I'm willing to pay these silly amounts of money because they like to spend 
as much on permits as they do on like scheduling and um freaking website software like that's that's insane that's a lot of money and that that implied that that money was just this year's version of that cost that that's like a recurring cost like <sighs> anywho thanks for listening it's rick's podcast